Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Student Review TV. I am your host, Gareth Von Kallenbach. And welcome, 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 welcome to our show. Hope everyone's having a wonderful summer so far. It's been a busy, busy week. We are uh, getting over our crypt- uh, excuse me, our E3 coverage. And we also had, um, we had a little bit of time at E3. We had some time at Crypticon last weekend. Yeah. We had time on uh, the BJ Shea Morning Experience this morning where we talked about the hot games of E3. And uh, thanks to you guys uh, and the great feedback, we're going to uh, be showing some gameplay trailers tonight. Um, like, thanks everyone in the room. Uh, we have... Um, uh, busy, 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 busy week ahead, but I would just, like I said, wanted to thank everybody for all the nice things that have been posted on the uh, website. You can check us out at sknr.net. We have some contests coming up, and uh, we'll be getting some really good reviews. Amara just put up a really nice review of Jonah Hex. Um, by the way, Darren, we talked about this. We finally got uh-huh. around to see the A-Team. Yes. Absolutely loved it. Jen loved it. And it was, you know, I'll say it, it was pretty close to a perfect summer action film. It yeah. did, you know, doesn't have the greatest plot in the world, but for what it had to do, it was good. It had good action without being mm-hmm. all action. The comedy was really good, and they were fantastic together. Bradley Cooper yeah. was brilliant as face. Liam mm-hmm. Neeson was very good. You know, Rampage Jackson pulled it off. And for me, Charlton Copley absolutely stole the show as Murdoch. Yeah, yeah, he and, was pretty good there. Yeah, that, that, that the Braveheart and the Blue Man scene. It's like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and just so, all the characters that I, I, I mean, I like Dwight Schultz. Mm-hmm. I mean, that will always be the original Murdoch to me. Right. And then, you know, when obviously he makes the transition later in life over to Star Trek The Next Generation, I right. still watch Star Trek The Next Generation. And that nervousness of his character that he still sort of plays in Next oh, Generation. Yes. It's still there. It's almost like did he just get crazy and go to the future and become sane and went on <laughs> Star Trek? You know, but it was still cool. I mean, it's, it's the originals were the originals, but yeah, I was impressed with that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, a the, team. The only I. thing I'm really sad about is that they spent about a hundred million bucks making it, and it's only made about sixty million worldwide. It is just mm. not caught on, and I, I worry that I think what's happening is people of our generation who remember the original. Excuse me. I'll go, oh, it's going to be this campy thing where they shoot all day and never hit anything. They do hit people. Mm-hmm. It's just not overly violent. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a harder edge. But what I really enjoyed about it was they showed how they all met and how the unit came together. Yes, yes they modified it and set it in the Gulf War rather than Vietnam. But you can't have 60-year-old guys running around. That's true, yeah. And I like the fact that they showed what put them in prison yep. while they were set up, how they escaped from the prison. It was definitely a you know, prequel to right. the show, and the, which and now if, can lead into a right. part two. Now they're in the LA Underground. And I, you know what I think is going to happen? I think the, good, the word of mouth is huge. If you look at any of the tracking sites, it is mostly getting A and B reviews mm-hmm. from people in word of mouth. Mm-hmm. The problem is it, you know, it got crunched by the Karate Kid, which surprised a lot really? of people. Oh, yeah. Karate Kid had like a $53 million opening. A team had twenty six million. They were out the same weekend. Wow! So then the following weekend, they're going up against um, you know Karate Kid again. They're going up against Jonah Hex, and they're also going up against Toy Story three, which made one hundred and ten million. So it's kind of getting lost in the shuffle. So maybe the hope is it'll sit there, make its five ten million a week, stay around. I think what's going to happen is yes, it's doing all right overseas. I see this as being something when it comes to DVD, it's going to do well. Yeah. And it be, might be one of those movies that uh, 
Kind of like Austin Powers. Austin Powers only made about $50 million at the box office, Mm -hmm. which is good for a comedy. Absolutely cleaned up on DVD and home video, Mm -hmm. because there was still home video at that time. Austin Powers 2 comes out, massive $120 million at the box office. Why? Because they found a fan base on the the DVDs and the home video, and because of that, the studio said, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll throw money into a sequel. And that's kind of what I'm hoping happens with A-Team, because mm-hmm. it's wide open for a sequel. Wide yeah. open. And I, I mean, a Not franchise. Not 3D. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. So anyway, I saw that. Uh, Jonah Hex is just getting blasted. I've not is heard it one. Th- yeah, no, it's oh, terrible. It's terrible. terrible. Oh. I have not heard one person say one decent thing about it. Most people say it was a disaster. I had a guy write me the other day and said he was writing a thing about pulp, you know, mm-hmm. things and how they're being massacred by Hollywood. And I told him, I said, my, my, you know, he goes, can you help me out? What would you say the problem is? And I said, you know, I'm generalizing here, but I think the problem is that you have suits who don't really know and respect the source material, who say, oh, this is a franchise we can exploit to make some money. So rather than develop the history, the characters, the plot, you know, the, the things that made this, the material popular, they say, well, what can we do to throw it into a quick 90-minute package, appeal to as many different people as we can, and we'll go from there, and this is our new franchise. And people are like, no. You know, I mean, here's the thing that surprised me. I had someone tell me flat out John Malkovich sucked in the film. When was the last time anybody ever said John Malkovich sucked in anything? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Never. Even in Burn After Reading, he kicked ass. Yeah, exactly. And that's when I'm going, God, so how bad was that? The best thing anyone had to tell me about it was that in the beginning, they do kind of a comic-style intro, which is really cool, and then they, blo- then they just lose it. And so it's like, you know, literally, this, people are warning, don't spend your money on this, go wow. stay away from it. Wow. And so I'm like, all right, so, you know, Jen's got Twilight Eclipse next week, so when I'm doing the show, she, she spends her birthday going to the one-person-only screener. You know, we got Grown Ups this week, we've got... Um, I, I, you know, basically, I'll be honest with you about the only thing left this summer that I think I'm really going to go out of my way and see. And I usually go and see all the big summer films. I'll be dead honest with you. I'm going to go see Salt and I'm going to see Predator. I'm going to see Salt. I'm going to see Predators. And that's about it. I think the rest of the staff can just take everything else. Hey, on on just a little bit of a different note here. Yeah. You know that I'm always technologically upgrading the studio. I don't know if you saw the post today, but I want to show you something because you're always talking to me. About it, the chat room. Is this when you go from the black and, electrical tape uh, to the blue electrical uh, tape? Yeah. Something, well, you see the roll over there on the floor? <laughs> no, like, our, like our new wireless I, I mics? Because the, the old <laughs> ones ran out of batteries? <laughs> I want to show you something new here. Hmm. This shot here. This is something new we've added. The chat room is now a video angle. Dun, dun, dun. And not only that, I can also... Show will start in two minutes. Go like this. Show and will start in two minutes. Unbelievable. Bring you into the chat room. Dun, dun, dun. So now people can be burnt into the chat room. Hi, like everybody. Sassy Cat 74. Uh huh. Sitting right there in uh-huh. the chat room. Yes. And, uh, you know, they can type in and, and chat and be part of the show and immortalizing the show forever, asking their questions. And something else that we did today, Gareth, that was awesome. So I have to squint and go, hey, yeah, yeah, show will start in two minutes. Oh, wave, I try to make wave it as everybody as in the chat room. How you doing? How you doing? I beefy. <laughs> One other thing we did today that was awesome that we got set up today, we actually did our first Skype video interview in the nice. studio from Tennessee, and it went perfect. It was a one to one. 
I have a, I have a headset here, a VoIP headset, mm-hmm. and so you can talk to somebody one to one, and it, it you couldn't. It was just like they were live right in the studio. Well, good. Now it that was you, awesome. now that I know that's an option, yeah. I'll start writing the people I know out of state and say, hey, rather than come down to our lovely temporary studio, <laughs> why don't you uh, do this? You know, that'd be interesting. We're um. Actually, Darren, you know, I was going to say this as a surprise, but you know how we're heading down to Disneyland next month. Correct. And we're also going down to Comic-Con. Yep. We're getting, uh, we have a nice JVC digital camcorder. Mm-hmm. No no problem. It's got the digital mini cassettes and all that. Uh, we're picking up a uh, flip cam as well. Okay. And uh, I find it interesting because, as you know, my wife's Genevieve, the camera we're getting is the flip camera Gen 2. And <laughs> nice. I thought, I said, well, that's perfect. It's got her name on it. And so... We uh, providing everything goes well with Comic Con. We're gonna we're gonna go in and shoot some video and uh, blast it back here. But anyway, uh, we have you know, some. We might just be able to use this if you can hook it into your computer. Yeah, well, exactly. Or even just upload it. Oh, it's cool. Have, have you seen these things? Huh, the flips. That, you just sit here and you got the camera. You hit a button and the USB port pops out of the top of it. You stick it directly into the laptop, straight up to Facebook or straight up to YouTube. You don't need all this firewire, oh, video, nice. graphic cards, nothing. I mean, it's cool. You hit a button, boom, jack right into wow. the side of the computer, instantly loads nice. and done. Digital disc on the thing. Think about two and a half hour, two and a half hours worth of stuff. So, I like that. Yeah. And, and you get this, 159 at Costco. What? Yeah. What's the, I got to check those out. Actually, I think, yeah, they're like 189 They have a $30 off coupon, and they'll, they'll give you the coupon right at customer service. Saying, you know, can I, wow. you want a coupon book? One, one fifty, one fifty nine plus tax. I'll have to check one of those. And out. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Do know. they have a video output on it though? So I could... It's, it's good. I mean, put it all this right. way, Amara. All these people said, you know, the JVC things are good for when you're doing the big things or when you're putting it on a tripod, talking yeah. to it. But if you're out, like, hey, we're here live, and they said the flip cams. Well, and... and that's the thing that brings us up to, you know, my favorite company and toy maker in the world. That Apple would be computers. Apple. Yes. And the new iPhone 4 that just got released. and The, the one they're still having problems with HD orders with. on it, yes. Well, I, I heard the other day that the website crashed with so many pre-orders on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Apple's website crashing, yeah, right. And then they said, no, it was AT&T's website that crashed because of like 600,000 well, yeah. orders or something like that. And I go, you know, if I was AT&T and I wanted a lot of free publicity... I'd flip a switch on my website and make it go down and let all the news companies talk about it. Oh, yeah, of course. And go, hey, what's up? The problem up? is their track record shows they go down all on their own without <laughs> having to flip switches. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. hear from there. But. but, you know, HD capability recording now on the phone. Exactly. And that's what now makes And video streaming live on the phone and using Ustream and live stream, what we mm-hmm. do, having the apps built in, being able to literally stream directly to Ustream from wherever I'm at. On oh, yeah, a, exactly. When they get the 4G connection. Right. When it's then notice it's not the phone 4G, it's a 4, or iPhone 4. Right. When they get the 4G connection in there, I think that's going to be one bad boy streaming tool mm-hmm. for people like us out in the industry that can just grab a camera, do an interview right there, and say, what's up? Right. And, and people will expect that to be normal quality. Exactly. I mean, they, won't, they won't say, oh, it's not broadcast quality. Yeah, because there's the, the broadcast companies, they, their time is done. To me, they're the dinosaurs, and it's us independent producers oh, that really are taking charge to film what we want, when we want it, and distribute it how we want Plus, we give people what they want instead exactly. of telling them, oh, Tell you them. you want another sitcom with exactly. uh, you know the frustrated housewife and the laugh track and all of that good stuff. Exactly. Not to say there aren't some decent shows no, out there. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm not trying to target the Speaking of which, Darren. I, 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 you should mention that. I, I do need to. I do need to mention those two things. Futurama returns on Thursday on Comedy Central. Two two episodes for an hour. Um, Family Guy. 
Okay. There yeah. is a controversy again about Family Guy. Many, I don't, you know, we we've all talked to death about how it was out. They tried to run it off. Mm-hmm. Record ratings in reruns, record ratings, DVD sales brought brought the thing back almost four years later, and it's taken off like wildfire. Mm-hmm. There was an episode called "When You Wish Upon a Weinstein." That was banned, and they wouldn't show it. Now, of course, in reruns, Comedy Central had no problem. And Fox basically was like, hey, well, you know, get this DVD set, including the controversial When You Wish Upon a Weinstein episode that was whatnot aired for TV. And it was an interesting show, and the, the gist of it was Pete wanted his son, Chris, to be successful. So after a chance meeting with a Jewish accountant, he decided his son had to become Jewish because that was his key to being... And, it, you know, there, there are some interesting little song and dance numbers. And, like, mm-hmm. he steps into a synagogue and the, the nuns get upset and come after him. And <laughs> the fox said, you know, we're, we're not touching this one with a 10-foot pole. Nice. Now, the funny thing is apparently Seth MacFarlane, the show creator, he ran it by three rabbis. Two of them endorsed it and said, absolutely, this is a fantastic show because it teaches about tolerance, diversity, and how just because you're one, you know, religion, race, whatever, is no guarantee of success. And that was the message of the show. In the end, it's what you are as a person, hard work, uh-huh. not your religion, not your background, that is going to guarantee your success in life. And so here we go. Well, now there's another Family Guy episode that they won't touch, and it recently aired the other day. It is basically Lois decides to become a surrogate mother. It was supposed to air last year for one of her friends. She becomes pregnant through in vitro the couple dies in an accident she has to decide whether to keep the baby or abort it there's all sorts of pro-choice anti-choice apparently at at the end you know pete does the breaks the fourth wall talks straight to the camera and says they decided to get rid of the baby fox was like no 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 no. we're not touching this thing with a 10-foot pole it is not airing because that's but in the true hypocrisy, we're not going to hear this episode. However, um, selling DVD. Do you remember? Yeah, exactly. You remember how Lois? I mean, uh, what's her name? Alex Borstein and Seth MacFarlane did that variety show for a little while. Which one? Which one? It was. It, they did like a variety show where they came out and had some little short videos and Family Guy outtakes and song and dance, and they did it right between, mm. right before the Cleveland show debuted. It was kind of like a placeholder. Anyway. But yeah. It's coming out, and they said, no, no, we're not going to put it with the next Family Guy DVD. We're going to put it with this Alex. So, of course, everybody's going to run out and buy the, buy the thing just to get the Family Guy episode. And, of course, uh, you know, I understand being, you know, standards and practice, but come on. Mm-hmm. You're basically saying we object to the material so much, we will not put it on our television network. However, if you'd like to get it on our DVD and buy it, see, of yeah. course, so... That's the way it is. If it's on the TV, anybody can have it on the DVD. Well, you're making a choice, choice to buy it. And I'm like, well, you make a choice to turn the TV on to change the channel. But I guess the Same. idea is innocent children could have been flipping through and seen it. And I go, well, Same look. thing they tried to say with married with children. Yeah. And if innocent children. Oh, yeah. Innocent children. Yeah, yeah. It's and like you know what? And the funny channel. thing about it, look, looking back, I mean, yes, married with children was absolutely shocking and controversial for its day. Yeah. I did a movie with Ed. Well, I did a movie. I'm in a movie with Ed O'Neill. And he, uh, you know, during a break in filming, he came over and he was talking to us. And here we are, these little peons paying actors. And not, nicest guy in the world. Very mellow, very. And, and you know, I, I'm very happy to see him getting all the success with the modern family. Mm-hmm. So I he's not. Of that yet, you know, when good. they introduced him to the crowd, everyone's like, Bundy, but, you know, because yeah. in a way, he's forever Al Bundy. Oh, yeah. 
And he came over and he said, you know, it's the damnedest thing, this business. He said, we did the show. When they did the show, he said, here we are on the startup network that only basically ran on Saturday and Sunday nights. Because when Fox started, that was it. And they were kind of the joke. It was when they paid those buku bucks and got the rights to broadcast NFL football. That was their yeah. legitimacy. And everybody said, oh, they overpaid. But from that, they were able to spring into the full nights, you know. And he said, here we are. We had, he said, let's be honest. There were no stars on that show. Mm-hmm. Nobody was really known on that show at all. Nope. And he said, we thought, you know, there's jokes about, you know, what goes on in the bedroom and not being able to perform and things that just had never been really talked about on TV. Mm-hmm. He said, we thought, honestly, three to six shows tops and they're going to can it. We just did it because it was, a few, you know, we thought, all right, it's a few weeks work. And he goes... Here we are about to go into our 11th season. It's shown all over the world. This is yeah. go figure. Yeah. And to well, this day, when it ended about eight years ago, they did a reunion special, which was nothing more than all of them getting together, sitting around, talking about their favorite moments and showing clips. It was the second highest rated non-sporting event in Fox history at the wow. time. Nice. And it's like, you know, people still like it. And, he, and yeah. he said to this day, he said his greatest regret was that they never did a true finale because they wrapped season 11 and it was after season 11 the decision not to bring it back Mm -hmm. was done. He said the show's creators actually offered to come back because they had moved on to other projects and do a finale. Hmm. And there just wasn't a way to do it. And he kind of told us, he said, I'll let you know what one of the ideas was. And he said, and I said, this is brilliant. Hmm. He said, if you remember, they always hinted that no matter what, there was always a storm cloud hanging over the Bundy's house where the weather was perfect everywhere else. Mm -hmm. He said, what we were going to do is they were going to win the lottery. And no BS ticket gets lost, nothing. They win the lottery. And he said, and it was big, like a $30, $40 million lottery. They're all at home celebrating. The money's in the bank. They're not getting swindled out of it. They are rich beyond their wildest dreams. And a freak tornado lifts the house off the ground and he said so we were going to go with all of them yes the bundy curse is lifted the bundy curse is lifted and all of a sudden this isolated tornado appears sucks the house up and he said it was going to end not knowing what happened to him just the house was sucked away (laughs) and there's the empty house right there and you know the idea is that you know as he said a bundy can never win they had a whole episode about that for something good to happen Something equally, if not yes. more so disastrous, has to come. And the, there was, the whole episode was he was on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. And like all these good things. And he was like freaking out because he knew that what was coming. Nice. <laughs> anyway, so I digress. Well. One of my favorite shows of all time. We should probably get on to what the show's really about. Let's well, talk we're about, well, we're talking about it. Let's, let's kick it off with uh, a video. Hi, Def, folks. I, I scoured the debt and we've used a few other uh, sources. Resident Evil 4, after, actually, Afterlife or Armageddon? It's Afterlife, Arm- isn't it? Armageddon. Armageddon. Afterlife. Afterlife, I was right. In 3D, uh, 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 true 3D. Do we need glasses tr- for this? True 3D, not this post-production nonsense. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it. It looks good. Yeah? It looks good. Fire away. All right, here Resident we go. Evil, Armageddon. Afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> This was the start of an apocalypse that would sweep the entire world. 
That was five years ago. My name is Alice. The last survivors followed a radio signal to Alaska. This is Arcadia, broadcasting under emergency frequency. We offer safety and security, food and shelter. But I could find only one. Claire, who did this to you? Umbrella. We have to move on. Our only chance for survival is finding the source of this signal. This is Arcadia. We offer safety and security. The men responsible for this disaster took refuge underground. The Umbrella Corporation feels safe. Everything is quiet here. They feel secure. They're wrong. Now this is a pleasant surprise. Well, I certainly think that looks entertaining. Yeah, it does. It does. You know, I'm just, the only thing I'm worried about is that it doesn't go all cheesy just on special effects, and it's just a bunch of eye candy and no storyline. They, well, they did that a long time ago when they started making these movies, and it was like, okay, great. There's no I think they've line. been consistent with these in terms of, I mean, you can make the argument that these are the most successful adaptation of a video game in history. True. And they have been very, let's, let's put it this way. They've been very consistent with the look. They, I mean, let's be honest. This type of film is not going to have an epic storyline. It's basically Alice, the little bit of the mystery as to what's going on, what the Umbrella Corp is, is and then you got these bad guys all over the mm-hmm. place. So, you know, that's, that's how it is. And uh, I think they've done a good job. I mean, you look at one through three, they've been roughly consistent. I thought yeah. two and three were actually a little better than the first. First was a lot of mystery and setup. So why not? I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd see it. Uh, the thing I'm concerned about is, you know, three ended with all the clones of her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what happened to all those clones? Destroy well, them? Blow that's them up, what we're going to find happen, out. Or? And I think the key to me is, like, Jen's not a horror buff. Mm-hmm. I think I'm forgetting what it was. I think it was either on TV or one night. One of them was running, and she, you know, she said, "Oh, you know, this might be kind of interesting." Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well, yeah, and that's the that's the. I don't know if I consider Resident Evil a horror movie. Really, it is zombie apocalypse. It's more a thriller, sci-fi, sci-fi thriller, thriller, yeah, thriller to me. Exactly. Uh, more than a horror genre. And I mean, you know, Paul Anderson's still involved. So yeah. what the hey? So why not? Cool uh, stuff, though. Up next, I think we're going to have a look. La, 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 la. Oh, yes. La, Neil la, Patrick la, la, Harris, la. a special teaser trailer for you. This one's very short, folks, but Three Apples High, New York, coming to you in 3D, D, 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 D. <laughs> the Smurfs. If you're exclusive look at the Smurfs movie, here's your first look at the new trailer. Check it out.
something magical. Because next summer, our world is about to get... Smurf. In 3D. Smurf to it. Interesting. I like Smurf how they to it. how they use the tone look. Oh yeah. Background there. Wild thing. I'm wondering, you know, that that uh, that brings back some memories. But yeah, Smurfs was one of my favorite cartoons out there when I was a kid growing up. Cat per- Katy Perry is Smurfette and uh, Neil Patrick Harris. So what what can you say? Neil, now right. Neil Patrick Harris is he playing Johan or? No, he's playing himself. As you're thinking of Gargamel and Azrael. Gargamel Azrael, but Johan was the the boy that came in oh, later on yeah, in the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's um, basically something happens and their village gets basically zapped to Did New York. Neil Patrick leave. <laughs> I was going to make a Harold and Kumar no, reference. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for the magic mushrooms uh, for Harold exactly. and Kumar and found the Smurfs instead. No, it's a family movie. Let's no, be kind it. about it. I know, no, no. Um, awesome. But yeah, I think that, I think it'll be all right. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was always a fan of the Smurfs. I don't know if. I mean, we have a three-year-old, mm-hmm. and next year she'll be four. We don't really take her to movies. I think this would be appropriate. But, you know, it's probably... I mean, she watches Blue's Clues and... You, you know there's probably going to be... So. There'll probably be a couple of fart jokes or something like that, because yeah. that seems to be the end thing now. I've got to have a fart joke for the kids, but... Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Uh, speaking of for the kids, uh, do we want to talk about Harry Potter? Absolutely. Harry we Potter got is awesome. the first trailer. Nice. And the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is... Packing them in in Universal Studios uh, Orlando. Oh yeah, yeah, and, it's a new, uh, uh, that yeah. New, uh, we're we're hoping next year is the year we get to go and see it. Anyway, uh, I've got the teaser trailer. It's very short. This is the first of two Harry Potter films that will complete the series. Harry Potter and the Death of Hallows Part One, if all goes well, will be out at Christmas. Part Two next summer, and uh, this looks really good. I think this is this is really going to bring the series to a close. Looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. I hope they they. I'm, I'm glad they're making it in two parts because all the other movies they just cut so much out of it. Yeah. I'm really hoping they get everything in there, even you know some stuff from from the previous books. Maybe oh, exactly. Say, hey, we didn't get to this in movie three, four, five, or six, but here it is. We can bring a little bit of it in here now, so you can see it was through there. But it follows a very specific timeline, though. So how could they really? Mm-hmm. Throw something in there, but anyway, here's a crazy thought. In order to do what they had to do, it would have had to have been a TV series. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and with the budget, though, it would not work. I don't think nope. easily, but mini series maybe. Anyway, Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. No sign of him, my lord. Bring him to me. I must be the one to kill Harry Potter. Wow. All I can say is wow. Wow. What an amazing documentary. And speaking of amazing documentaries, we have another fantasy series based on a very popular children's series. 
And this would be Narnia. No. Yes. We do have it. We do have it. Hold on. Yes, we do. We have the Chronicles of Narnia, the C.S. Lewis Christian Children's Foundation. Kumbaya. No, I'm sorry. That's right. I'm under a moratorium from singing, aren't I? Yes. Yes. Give me a few moments here. Yes. Darren is having Where were we at this weekend? We were somewhere, weren't we? We we were at Crypticon this weekend. Yes. Crypticon. Great costumes. Fun guests. And very odd people in the audience. I don't know if you saw the picture of my table that had uh, blood guts and severed limbs and the microphone was sitting in the, in the severed hand. And I thought, yeah, you know, I, I wonder if this is Chuck the Clown's picnic table. Maybe, maybe not. But The uh, link was duplicated twice for Resident Evil for Narnia. That's why it didn't come through. Oh. That's why I had two Resident Evil. Next on Tastemaker. Oops, next yes. on that. Yeah, right on. Yes, indeed. So anyway, we have an um, interesting One little moment. backstory on the new Narnia film. Uh, apparently, Walt Disney passed on the rights to the to continue the series because of the ever escalating budget of the film. Even though the last films made over two hundred million dollars apiece, I think they were getting really nervous about going forward and continuing to have two hundred million dollar plus films. So apparently, they uh, gave up the rights to it. And I guess uh, if what I hear is true, Twentieth Century Fox jumped in and said, "We'll take it." <laughs> so very surprising if you think about that. You have two movies in a series. That, let's be honest, despite some violence, our family entertainment, good positive, you know, some say whale over the top Christian allegories and stuff, but nonetheless. Um, and there you go. You know, I have always been a fan of the Chronicles of Narnia. I mean, even back watching the BBC version, mm-hmm. comparing it to, you know, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when it, when it came out. Um, you know, I, I, even though they are geared towards family, I will go see the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't. To me, of course, Harry Potter is my new, my new seven-part trilogy exactly. book thing. That's exactly. But you know, you just can't get away from the originals. And I'm just gonna. Re- I'm really interested to see what they're gonna do with Voyage of the Dawn Trader. Right. They're gonna go to a boy, and I think it's a boy and his horse, and the magician's nephew. The magic gonna, chair. Magic chair. Silver, silver, silver chair. chair. Silver chair. Yeah. Yeah. Silver chair. Yeah. So you know, I I always remember. You know, of course, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That's the one I read times and times over. The other ones I only wrote, read once. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go back and read those again, just like Harry Potter. I'll probably go back and just exactly. do them all again, mm-hmm. just to be brief, because I really barely remember seven, six, and seven. Oh, exactly. And that's only because I've seen one, two, and three of the movie, mm-hmm. even four, probably about 15 to 30 times a piece. Oh, exactly. So, um, yeah. That's going to be awesome. So, we queued up and ready? And after, after we get through the movie trailers, we've got some fantastic, and I'll be clear on this, these are, for the most part, gameplay trailers. I've got gameplay video of Dead Space 2. Um, I've got gameplay of the new Portal 2, which looks absolutely amazing. And we got some stuff from some of the other video games that were rocking and rolling at E3. And uh, these are not clipped trailers where it was like, okay, this is this, this is what they want you. This is actual video of the gameplay. And then we have a nice Star Wars trailer from Star Wars The Old Republic that, I'm telling you, 
You're going to see a lightsaber fight that you've never seen before. You are going to see someone, a Jedi, do something with a lightsaber you've never seen before. Boy, that sounds bad. (laughs) I'm just, I'm sorry. That's awesome. I was just thinking about the scene. And, you know, the sad thing, it's a female Jedi. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like, maybe I need to reword this. Not to say that. Our ratings just doubled. Wow. It's like, dude, someone's doing something with a lightsaber. Wow. (laughs) But. That's Check that awesome. out, and uh, we got Narnia coming up. All right, Narnia coming up right Narnie. now. Narnie. Narnie! <laughs> Are you sure you're 18? Why, do I look older? Edmund, you're supposed to be helping me with the groceries. <laughs> Better luck next time, eh, Squirt? <laughs> squirt? I'm a king. Not in this world. Listen, have you seen this ship before? It's very Narnian looking, isn't it? What's going on here? I've been the painting. Aslan. Welcome. You have come far, but your journey lies beyond. Rikishi! <laughs> your Majesties. So if there are no wars to fight. Then why are we here? You are all about to be tested. Edmund, I can make you my king. And much more. Beautiful. You've got an extraordinary destiny. Something greater than you could have imagined. From C.S. Lewis's epic masterpiece. The fate of Narnia depends on you. This Christmas. This place just gets weirder and weirder. You have returned for a reason. Your adventure begins now. Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Directed by Michael Apted, this December in Digital 3D. Well, how about that? I think that's going to be something else. That looked very interesting. I want to go back here really quick and uh, put that on mute and find a, a moment. It looked like the yeah. older brother was in there. Yeah. Um, but the older brother was not in there because he was told that he wasn't allowed to come back. Right, and I remember right. in the trailer, wait, wait, people wait, wait, were like wait, wait. on YouTube uh, hey, hey, saying, wait, wait. oh, where, where's Peter? Where's Peter? It's like, well, wait, maybe that's not him. I don't think he is in there. People no, are going over I the- see. I see it now. It's not him. Yeah. See? Look at that. They're saving money already. No. No, the, no, the older sister's there. Yeah. And there's the, the older brother, because there's Susan. Mm-hmm. Susan was, Susan was there. It was, it was only Lucy and, and Edmund. Edmund that were supposed to come back with their right. cousin or nephew in the room. Interesting. So where's the older brother and sister coming to play here? You're confusing things. All four of them. You're confusing things. I swear. They all four weren't. Weird. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Let's talk video games. Video games. What do we got coming up? What do we got coming up first? Well, do you want to show that thing with the girl that does the thing with she's not supposed to? (laughs) Let's do this. Star Wars Old Republic. Okay, let me just get this queued up right here. Star Wars Old Republic. Massive. Yeah. Multi massive online multiplayer. Yeah. MMORPG. There, I said it. Yes. 
massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Dun, dun, dun. Some say this could be the World of Warcraft challenger, the true first World of Warcraft challenger. Some thought Star Trek Online would do it. So far, that hasn't. But, you know, with some of these, they take like a year to get up to speed. Um, I'm actually getting into Star Trek pretty decent because I'm on a good story arc right now where we're going back in time in the Guardian, City of the Edge of Forever. I ran into Augments the other day. So I'm like, yeah, this is working for me. This is working for me. But I'm still spending way too much time traveling, traveling back and forth. Yep. I just wish I could say, you know what, I want to go to this thing. Loads so, up and I enter the system. So do I don't. The new, do the new ships that you get? That like the, my ship that I had right now goes up like warp seven. Seven point seven is what I cruise at right and now. If you go at nine, does it really go that much faster? I have can never. You? I've never gone to nine. Seven point seven is as fast as I've been able to go. Yeah. So okay. I've seen one like every now and then I'll enter into a screen and it'll shake like crazy and then boom and I don't know if that's transwarp. That's drive. transwarp. Or, or if somebody does transwarp when you're next to them, yeah, you will shake with them. That's what that is. Yeah. See, see, I want Transwarp Drive. I, yeah, I Transwarp would be awesome. All right, here we but go. anyway, you're going to love this, folks. Long clip, but it definitely worth it. Check this out. For centuries... Alderaan stood as a beacon of hope in the Republic. But the Empire came. And with one savage strike, brought Alderaan to her knees. Now, time is running out as few are left to face the enemy. For those that remain, there is but one choice. We must fight to victory or death for the Republic! Die! 
the sacrifices are heavy, we fight knowing that a single spark of courage can ignite the fires of hope and restore peace across the galaxy. What do you think, Darren? Does that look impressive or does that look impressive? That was pretty awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, so. Way to go, Darren. Hey. <laughs> Talk I'm, to the hand. I'm just <laughs> I'm making sure that our live stream connection and Ustream stream connection are both working. So we Hello, have a. Hello, stream. Hi, live stream. Pick a, pick, pick a side, left or right. I think I'm going to go with left. That would be kill zone three. Kill zone three is pretty impressive. Let's just hope the. Uh, it's a short clip. Also will be available to be played on the Sony 3D televisions. Nice. We're going to give it just a few moments here. We're not going to give it a few moments here. Way to go, Darren. (laughs) He's not the best editor in the business for nothing. That looks pretty sweet. Dead space. What's that? Dead space. Dead space. Well, let's show Dead Space 2. This is actual gameplay video from the new thriller. Now, Dead Space 2 is actually going to have a multiplayer component to it. Nice. I'm curious to see how this is going to work. This is actually the third Dead Space game. You had Dead Space, 
And then you had Dead Space Extraction, which was for the Wii, which was in essence hmm. a prequel. And mm-hmm. this is Dead Space 2, which is the sequel to Dead Space. Nice. See if you can figure that one out. All right. This thing actually is scary, so rock and roll. For, for, for older adults or... Yeah, oh, it's a mature-rated game, so if you're, you know, children are watching, you're not going to want to watch this trailer. Here we go. All right, then. And if you're frightened easy, pay close attention.
Now you're going to see your first look at the sprawl. This is where Isaac will confront his new nightmare. Okay, so uh, we're getting how, that how was are we on? awesome. Uh, we're getting um, ready to show you our last clip of the evening, and I think this is going to be really good. If you have a desire to see any of these clips, I have them on the website at sknr.net. Just go to the E3 video section. Anyway, so the new, the big news. You remember last week we were talking, Darren, about what was Valve's big news? Yeah, yeah. E3. What was all that about? Well, it wasn't a new Source engine. It wasn't Duke Nukem Forever. It wasn't Half-Life 2 Episode 3. Yeah. It wasn't Half-Life 3, and it wasn't Left 4 Dead 3. What it was, was, and I'll give you a backstory. Gabe mm -hmm. Newell, the uh, head honcho at Valve, is a former Microsoft employee. Left started his company. They did this little game called Half-Life, which, to be very honest, when it came out, it was basically, when it was announced... Everybody said, okay, yeah, it's just another 3D shooter using the Quake engine. There are a lot mm -hmm. of these, right? And then the game came out, and it was just, it was so unique. It forever changed the 3D shooter genre because it had a big story. It had a lot of interactivity. It wasn't just run and gun. And it was literally the finest example of 3D shooters. And that launched the whole thing. Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 3. You know, Team Fortress, Team Fortress 2. Steam, the online distribution, Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, yep. you know, on and on and on and on and on. Portal won all, the, all these Game of the Year awards. Gabe Newell has been very, very outspoken and critical of the PlayStation 3 format. He's kind of complained about the architecture used to design on it. He's complained about the system, so mm -hmm. on and so forth, and said, you know, we're, we're not putting our games out on this thing. It's just not happening. His announcement was that he has been one of the harshest critics ever of the P PlayStation 3. Mm -hmm. He's extremely impressed with where they are now as a platform. He considers it to be the top platform out of all of the systems. Mm. Valve is embracing the PlayStation 3 with Portal 2. It will be, as his words, the best of all the console versions. And... Their online matching thing, Steam, that you, you know, it Steam is pretty cool. You get like a code. 
mm-hmm. and you can download the game directly, okay. and you can like delete it, and then at any time anywhere down the road you can always download it again. Oh, okay. And it has like you know your friends and on there, and it keeps track of your ranking, and you could go cool. on Steam buy games. They're going to have a version of Steam for the PS3. Nice. They just recently did upgrades to Steam to allow a lot of the games to be available for Windows. Mm-hmm. Here is the big news. First, there's this thing coming called Steam Cloud, which okay. we kind of know about. So let's say we're sitting here in the studio. We get a brand new video game. We're playing it. We do really well. And I go, up. Oh, i got to go home. Instead of having to start all over when I get home, it will save your game in a virtual environment. I go home. I log in. There's my save game. Pick right back up, even, oh, if, even cool. if I'm on a different system. Now, here's the big thing. Mm. They are saying... They haven't said if the Xbox is playing into this. I don't know, because there is going to be an Xbox 360 version of Portal 2. Mm-hmm. But this is, this is awesome. PC, Mac, and PlayStation 3 users can all play against each other in the multiplayer oh, There we mode. go. Finally. Th- finally, a true cross-platform finally. environment. And that is going to be awesome, because you know, yeah. how, you know how much it sucks. Like, like, for example, I love the Call of Duty series. I play them on the PC. That is my mm-hmm. preferred because of the clans and all the guilds mm-hmm. and all that. I cannot tell you how many family members. Oh, I got the PS3 version. Oh, I got the Xbox. Like, well, we're all SOL out of luck, you know, because I'm, yep. I'm not doing it. And I hope this is the start of it because let's be honest. It used to be you had to greatly water down a game to put it on the console. Yeah. Not anymore. A lot of these games now are designed on either the PS3 or the Xbox, mm-hmm. and some of them are ported to the PC. Now, mm-hmm. of course... You know, a lot of true developers say, no, no, the best way to do it is simultaneous development. You you code a PC version, you code this, you code this. Mm-hmm. Don't do this nonsense where you make one version and port it to the others yep. because you get, you know, sometimes corners have to get cut. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people think, well, hey, you know, basic computer language is the same. No, each one has got their own little yep. quirks and foibles. And if they ever had a standard language, it'd probably be great. But then, of course, you're getting into the whole proprietary of... I'm not going to use theirs, their, you know, this. And if we do this, we lose our competitive advantage because by doing it this way, we are able to do this, this, and this, and we yeah. can control who is coding for our games because they can't do it without our assistance, and we can't just have anybody coding games in the back room and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so uh, we're going to have a look at Portal 2. Nice. Now, um, Darren, have you ever played Portal? No. I truly suggest that you go on and play it. If you go All to right. st- the Steam Network... I don't know if it's still up there, but they were allowing you to play the original for free for a while. Hmm, I'll check that it's, out. It's built on the Half-Life 2 engine, okay. and the, the gist of it is you play a female, and you wake up in a test chamber, and basically you're in a, a computer saying, you know, like, please enter the testing area, and you have these little things. And you're, it's, it's hard to describe, but the best way I can is there are obstacles that you need to do. And it's like, okay, well, I can't open the door unless I step on this pressure plate. I'll pick up this block, put it on the pressure plate. It'll hold it open so I can get out the door. Mm-hmm. Things like that. You eventually get this thing called, it's basically it's a gun. It doesn't fire anything lethal. It's a portal gun, aperture gun. And so, for example, let's say I'm in the room here. And let's say this whole middle of the room was a pit. Mm-hmm. The exit's over there. I'm here. I can only stand on the couch as I can't go across the pit. You can fire two uh, portals from the gun. So what I do is fire a hole in the wall there. That's my entry. And then I fire a hole in the wall where you are. That's my exit. I step in there. I come out there. 
I avoid the lava, problem solved. And what happens is there are all these traps and dangerous things and uh, puzzles for you to solve, and you have to use that. Like, you know, how do I get over that very high obstacle? Oh, okay, I got it. I'm going to shoot something in the wall behind me, jump through, and then I'm going to shoot a hole in the floor. When I jump through, I'm going to come out. I'm going to have so much momentum from free fall that when I go through this hole, I'll come out the original one, spring over the wall, and get there. And then there's things that will kill you. Lots of things that will kill you. And see, the great thing is, without giving anything away, you get through the grid eventually if you're lucky. And you think, yeah, I saw the game. No, 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 no. The game's just begun. Then you're working behind the scenes. What exactly is going on? Who's pulling the strings? What is going on in this big office complex? And eventually you find out what it is. You have the big confrontation. Not quite. It survived. Okay. And this is and this is Portal 2, which is going to offer more puzzles. And, of course, there's a multiplayer mode, challenge mode. And it was fun because you don't just run. I'm mean, like, there, there, for example, there's this area you have to go through. There's these sentries, robotic. If they see you, they shoot you dead. You don't have a gun to shoot them out. So you have to be very clever and do things like come up behind them and open a door, portal so they fall through the environment, come out of the roof, smack, boom. Or, you know, but there's like a high point here. And you, you, you have to really think. And think through spatial. Well, if I'm here and I go in here and I come out here, will I come out at the angle I need to? If I go through the floor and come out the roof up here, will that give me enough momentum to get to that ledge over there? And, you know, and it's fun. It makes you think. But wow, when you finish fun. it, you truly feel like you've done something. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're drawn in by the story. It's, it's kind of like a really cool, creepy science fiction film. Nice. So anyway, this is Portal 2. And let's hope we which can get we the, uh, the German uh, side going. Which one are we playing? The 15-minute video game? No, 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 no. We're not doing that one. I think I sent another Just one. the top one? Yeah, send, the send that one. Gameplay video in HD? Or? Yeah, yeah. Gameplay video HD will be fine. We're not going to do the 15-minute one. All right. That's the one that was all in German that was very confusing for you. And basically, that one had talking, then a little gameplay, talking, and a little gameplay. And I found a shorter video that contained the more concise elements and uh, Darren, if we could, if it's not too much trouble, um, could we leave the microphone on a bit while we're yeah, showing we're the video? Absolutely. And I'll try to narrate my way uh, through this thing and tell you guys what you're looking for. Now, they did announce that Portal 2 has been delayed until 2011. Valve is one of those that they don't rush games out. You know, it'll ship when it ships, but I think it's going to be quite good. So if you could uh, crank this up, and I'm sorry we couldn't do the full screen on this, folks. But I wanted to crank it up if you could. Well, you got a pen. Start writing these down. There we go. So obviously, here's some outside stuff that's kind of the aftermath of the first game. You did awesome. indeed make it to the outside. But, uh, you know, there you go. And... Um, Darren, is this the page with four videos on it? You might want to look at the other page. I think there's an IGN one that is uh, much shorter. It's basically a very concise one. Unless what happened is I cut and pasted it. I'm wondering if it didn't take. But it, the mic's on, isn't it? Okay. Uh, what we got here is they're trying to show off the... Uh, remember, here's the thing about it, and this is where it's very interesting. The company that you are testing at is called Aperture Science, and they don't really tell you 
how you got in there, why you're a test subject, so on and so forth. Because it starts off very fun, very positive, and you quickly learn that whoever's pulling the strings here doesn't have your best interest in long-term survival at heart. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. Aperture Science plays into the Half-Life series. At the end of Half-Life 2, Episode 2, they make a reference to a ship that is stranded in a frozen environment that was a, quote, Aperture Science Research Vessel. And I think there's a hint that there was a secret project involving portals. And so the big question is, what time frame is this portal and Portal 2 happening in? And how does it tie in with... Um, with the Half-Life series. And so a lot of people were like, well, let's get Half-Life 2 Episode 3 out so we can do that because the game ended right as you were getting ready to go to the portal. Now, as you saw there, Darren, that's an example of uh, the environment. And there's your, you know, your aperture ray. And so they're sizing up the environment. You, you have to be very careful. You see, like, there's, there's an entryway. And there's uh, another one. It's very... And that's your companion cube. They've actually had a their websites devoted to these companion cubes some of them have like hearts in them and stuff i was at a i think at pax someone actually came dressed as a companion cube once and so they play into it and as you can see the graphics are really good the nice thing about it is there is some creativity on how you do things that's one of the sentry robots there and if you come up behind it and you don't get nailed with that red you know basically tracer ray you can do things with it and you know, the great thing that I like about it is that it's not always one solution to get through. There are multiple solutions. And as you can see, like, sometimes you have to fall and open a hole and then fire another one as you're falling to create another one. And so this is really cool here. This is the liquid that, as you see, there's the wall of spikes. Now, if you try to run through it, you're going to get smashed. You have to find a way to get the super... Um, in essence silicone liquid down there because only if that's there can you move fast enough to get through the spikes and trust me you'd like it. it it is fun it is i mean i would say without a doubt it is one of the most fun times i've had gaming and the problem was that's awesome they put it out in what it's called the orange box if you get a chance to pick it up it's very good it's half-life 2 episode 2 team fortress 2 and Portal, all in one collection. Oh, nice. you, can, you can get them separately as well. But they, um, you know, I get th I got through the obstacle field, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm hot stuff. I made it right. The obstacle field isn't even the first half of the game. The rest <laughs> of the game is actually much longer. And I, uh, I, I mean, I, you know, it, it, the great thing about it not only was it fun to play. There was an immersive factor to it. I really kind of felt I could I could see in my mind what it'd be like to be in that environment. Mm -hmm. Part of it, I'm going, you know, this would make a great movie. This would be an interesting movie. Now, I know Hollywood would say, well, you can't do it. You can't have one person without all these others. And, you know, yeah. you remember Cube, that science fiction? The you know, movie? I never saw Cube. Yeah. Here's my advice. Cube 1, very good. Cube 2, Hypercube. Hypercube. Hypercube's not as good. Cube 0, the third one, the prequel, very good. Oh, nice. Very good. Yeah, my problem with Cube 2 Hypercube was they didn't have nearly many that many traps, <laughs> and it wasn't that uh, you know interesting. But, hey, very good independent Canadian films. and uh, There we go. How about well, that, Darren? We got through show. all the stuff tonight. Yeah. Didn't Ooh. run out of time. 
We're all good. And uh, we also want to thank our sponsor, Genuine Yay. Memories. And if you would like to sponsor the show, we have affordable rates uh, that begin as very uh, simple as $10. We also have Skewed, in the Mood, ah, Skewed and Reviewed the Magazine, Episode 3, getting uh, or Issue 3, Getting Ready for Production. If you'd like to be featured in that, uh, we also do travel. We do all this. We'd, we're taking submissions right now. And you can also, I will give a little hint, we'll have the uh, full video of the show online in the next couple days at sknr.net. We will have the audio from my appearance this morning oh, on the KISW gotcha. BJ Shea Morning Show. And uh, we have a couple of articles and interviews coming up. But for now, I think that's going to do it. I think we pulled off this week. You know, Darren, yeah. crazy, crazy weekend. Insanely Something busy. <laughs> we got, you know, morning started off fantastically. And then get to work like a third of the office is out. My guess is all the people who went to the party last night that, mm-hmm. you know, think because Jen was sick, we didn't go to. Just insanely busy today at the office. You, yeah. know, you had travel, you had all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm done. When am I going to Disneyland? <laughs> uh, nice. Anyway, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And uh, we'll have some, uh, well, basically, we'll have some special trailers and some news for you next week. Awesome. Take care, everyone. Good night. Good night. Improved curb appeal at an appealing price. Whether you want traditional, carriage house, custom wood, or even glass garage doors, we have an option that's right for you. Make the right decision. Call Precision. Problem solved. I'm attorney Alexander Ransom. Have you been charged with a DUI or faced any other criminal charges? If you're in trouble with the law, you need a trial attorney who's aggressive, experienced, and effective. Call today for a free consultation, the law offices of Alexander Ransom. I look forward to serving you and getting your criminal charges reduced or dismissed. Call today. The law offices of Alexander Ransom. Call today.
baby. You are the best. You are the best. You're so strong. You're so strong. So much support. Oh. Our systems will rock your world. Improved curb appeal at an appealing price. Whether you want traditional, carriage house, custom wood, or even glass garage doors, we have an option that's right for you. Make the right decision. Call Precision. Problem solved. 303-566-7000. 303-566-7000. 